0: Hey, Jeffrey Craner here to tell you about other shows we make at Night Vale Presents. We have Random Number Generator Horror Podcast Number 9, where the voice of Night Vale, Cecil Baldwin, and I talk about horror movies, one at a time, in a random order. I've always been horror movie squeamish, so if you are too, this show will fill you in on what you're missing without having to see a scary movie at all. Or, maybe like me, it'll start to get you into horror films. But if you're already a horror movie lover, we do a deep look at each film, so you'll love this podcast too. Just look for Random Horror 9 wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're looking for fiction podcasts, maybe try Within the Wires or Alice Isn't Dead – Written by me and novelist Janina Matthewson, Within the Wires is an immersive fiction podcast using found audio from an alternate universe. Each season is a standalone story ranging in styles from a prison escape told through relaxation tapes to a love story told in voicemail messages to a missing person mystery told through museum audio guides. There are already eight seasons of Within the Wires for you to binge right now. And finally... Alice Isn't Dead is Joseph Fink's thriller about a truck driver searching America for the wife she long assumed was dead. The Irish Independent called Alice Isn't Dead the gold standard of story podcasting, effortlessly straddling genres of gritty realism, horror, and mystery. All three seasons of Alice Isn't Dead are ready for you to listen to right now. So check out Random Horror 9, Within the Wires, or Alice Isn't Dead at nightvalepresents.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy.
1: The best strategy for a labyrinth is to put one hand on a wall and follow that hand until you reach the exit. The second best strategy is screaming. Welcome to Vale. We start with our lead story, the faint popping that people have been hearing under the earth. It sounds like the mole people are making popcorn in huge numbers, but everyone knows that mole people are deathly allergic to corn, so maybe something else? City Council issued the same statement it does for all emergencies, explaining that everything's fine, that we shouldn't be worried... And that if we are worried, it probably means we did something wrong and are guilty about it. Just, what did you do? The statement asks hundreds of times and increasingly larger fonts. Carlos is intrigued by the popping. He has taken a small task force of his top scientists, Lucia and and Nilanjana, to investigate. He placed sensors in a number of locations and is trying to track the epicenter of the sound. Meanwhile, reports of strange aberrations in reality continue, with large gashes appearing in the sky and on walls all over town. Plus, nearly daily reports of false or alternative memories, which City Council, again, would like to remind you is almost probably fine. See, we even put out a press release that says everything's fine, so it's true, they said. More soon, but first, a word from our sponsors. Today's show is brought to you by Ace Hardware on 5th and Shea Street, which is a real hardware store and not merely a camouflaged snake pit. Ace Hardware is here to fit all of your needs, and while it may look like a crude representation of a store created out of leaves and trash by hundreds of animals that had to work without the benefit of limbs, trust us that we are a real store that you can really enter and will definitely leave again, alive and uneaten. Don't worry. The near-deafening hiss is the sound of hardware savings on everything, including circular saws, reciprocating saws, coping saws, and of course, hand saws. All kinds of saws are 15% off during this week's You Saw It, You Bought It sale. Come by today. We also copy keys if you need that. So again, come on by. This has been a word from our sponsors. City Council is still in conflict about the situation at Old Woman Josie's house. Old Woman Josie passed away several years ago, and we all remember her fondly. I myself never got to know her well. But those close to me say that she was a generous, kind, and incredibly clever human being. And the world is poorer without her. But it has been poorer without her for a while and City Council indicates it is time to move forward with the planned demolition of her house for the new highway extension. The lone voice of protest to this plan is Erica, who has been living in old woman Josie's house since a few years before Josie's death. Erica has no relation to Josie, but says that Josie took her in decades ago. No one knows much about Erica. She is a middle-aged woman with short hair and a tattoo of an angel on her right forearm. She was visiting town when contact was cut off with the outside world. And of course, now, she cannot leave. She argues that, given that she has no way to return to the family she left behind, it would be cruel to force her out of the home she has made for herself. We will monitor this situation as it continues. Citizens We enter the great weeks of memorial in which we remember the vicious and inexplicable attack that almost destroyed our city and the fruitless years of war that followed. This will be observed in the usual manner with parades and military displays. Mayor Pamela Winchell will give a speech honoring those killed in battle, including intelligence officer Leanne Hart and John Peters, you know, The War Hero. I would like to take this moment to thank a fallen warrior from my own family. He was a great man. I speak, of course, of my brother in law and best friend, Steve Carlsberg. Ever since the great change which cut us off from the rest of the world, he devoted himself to understanding what had happened to us. He had never been interested in the strange or abnormal before but threw himself into research and observation. He said that, contemplating the new sky above us, he could see lines and intersections, a great grid pattern across the heavens. When the attack came, he was one of the first to enlist. We all tried to stop him. Steve was not naturally a fighter. but... He said that he had to protect his wife, Abby, and his daughter, Janice. And he joined those brave few who left our boundaries to explore whatever is out there. And he never came home. Steve, I love you. You know, sometimes I go out at night and try to see the same lines that you did. The great grid pattern in the sky. But it's hard to see through those tears. You know? Mayor Winchell is preparing to speak now. She is standing in front of the brand new memorial statue with the controversial design chosen by Harriet Ramon and Benjamin Gold of the City Council. The design that depicts a human foot several stories tall. Let's go to her speech.
2: People of Nightvale, I come to you as I do every year as a mere citizen, as another human being who lives in this town, who has suffered losses of her own, who has fears of her own. We are none of us alone, except when we think we are. We have all faced circumstances that can only be categorized as extraordinary. And that we are still here, that we come together today to remember, this is a sign that we too, are extraordinary citizens we will persist no matter what no matter how no matter the weight in our hearts we
3: will continue i like the tail and
2: i like the plank and i like the part where the fur goes up and they get excited and i like the ears and the tongue and the face and those are the parts of the dog that i enjoy i wish there was a dog to pet right now The question might be, would I give up on a regular life in order to pet a dog at all times forever? And the answer is yes, of course, instantly, without regret. Thank you. I will not be taking any other questions. This has been my emergency press conference on the subject of the strange noises detected from below the earth. I will now put myself into a canvas bag that will be chained shut and then will be, an instant later, revealed to be empty.
1: Wise words from our Director of Emergency Press Conferences, Pamela Winchell. Carlos is continuing his investigation into the subterranean popping. There are now also sounds that resemble singing, but not at a frequency that matches any possible human voice. He is trying to examine what alterations could make a human sound like that. One hypothesis is that it could be caused by severe mutations from genetic manipulation or exposure to massive radiation. He also has a chalkboard full of numbers. These are his favorite numbers, and whenever he feels overwhelmed, he can look at the chalkboard and feel like he has more control over his situation. In any case, as the city council says, it's probably fine. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And now, traffic. For that, we take you to ten uninterrupted minutes of farm sounds. (sighs) Listeners, why do I keep reporting the traffic? I don't know I've asked myself the same question Muscle memory, I guess Habit The same reason we squint when leaving our homes As though the sun might be there this time But we all know the sun won't be there Nothing is in the sky anymore And, we don't have gasoline. Not since the trucks stopped coming. No more deliveries. Out on Route 800, Trish Hidge is taking a walk, under the constant rolling thunder we've learned to live with. She likes to walk sometimes, in what she imagines must be the evenings, although others in town have taken those times to be the morning and others still are asleep in the middle of their nights. She takes walks out to where the road ends, and the great slopes rise up. She stands there at the edge of town, which is now the edge of everything, and she cries Yeah, she really lets it out. No one hears her. She just puts her hands just beyond the end of the highway and holds them there for a moment. And then she turns and makes the long walk home to a husband that is asleep because she and her husband have agreed to live by different clocks for reasons that are their own. So, that is the one bit of traffic in town, I guess. If you see Trish, give her a hug. Ask first. You should always ask first before giving anyone a hug. As the parade lines form, as we prepare to march out and remember the vicious attack against us, I am drawn, as I am every year, to my own memory of what happened that terrible day. We were starting to feel that we had reached a kind of acceptance of the great change years ago that took our sky and our connection to the rest of the world from us. And those years later, we were going about our business under that blank sky, Eating at the moonlight all night diner, studying at the public library, helping John and Jim Peters in the field so that our isolated community could continue to have food. We heard the usual loud rumblings like a rock slide above us. But then, there it was a tower of destruction, an aberration, a terrible apparition, an abomination in our absent sky, and nothing would ever be the same. And afterwards, the years of war, only recently given up as lost. What did we do to deserve all that has happened to us? First, the theft of our sky, and then, years later, the attack. Listeners, do you ever think about the moon? I was sitting outside last night and I thought, does anyone actually know where that thing went? Have there been any studies on this? I'd ask a scientist, but I've never met one in person. I've only heard of the famous scientists like Rosalind Franklin and Lisa Meitner and Hidetaka Miyazaki. I doubt a scientist would ever deign to come to such a small and isolated town as ours. Especially now that it's so much more difficult to get here. But the moon's disappearance was weird, right? It was there and there, and then suddenly it wasn't. All the stars went too, replaced by a smooth blank. Where did the moon go. Is it somewhere hidden, watching us? If not, what is it watching instead? Is there something more interesting than us? Hey, watch us, Moon. We may not always be the best show in the universe, but we try. This has been today's Children's Fun Fact Science Corner. Clear skies tonight, although cloudy and windy tomorrow. With gusts up to
3: 45. 11th century A.D. A king says, "Come to war with me." And never mind, thou shalt not kill. We're dealing now with infidel raises high his sword and then he charges forth with all his men and with the blessing of the papacy in a righteous tongue he screams the end they justify the means my friends oh the ends they justify the means Tell him a life is nothing more than a weapon in a time of war. And this is the only way we've found to tear these mighty symbols down. And in the cockpit now, he starts to steer so all the world will clearly hear these once benign flying machines shouting out of TV screens the ends. They justify the means, my friend. Oh, the ends. they justify the means And the talking heads are shouting now Working hard to break it down Cause reasons get a little blurred When justice is a household word And as the station's ratings soar Night vision cameras watch the war Far across a vale of sea We cheer the black and flashing greens The ends, they justify the means My friends, oh, the ends They justify the means The boss looks down upon it all From his tower's window Says I know how to play this game And everybody knows my name And he preys upon the people's fears And tells them what they want to hear And they celebrate his victory On the front of tabloid magazines The ends They justify the means, my friends Oh, the ends They justify the means Climbed upon a mountain high And spoke to every passerby Everyone you ever knew Is really just a part of you They see the life you choose to live And they feel the hope you choose to give And every word you ever say You teach the world to live that way And when society had enough beat him down and lifted him up they crossed his feet and raised his hands and quietly whispered then the means they justify the ends my friends oh the means they justify the ends my friends oh the means they justify the ends Carlos and his team
1: have found the source of the subterranean popping noise, but it is not a place we expected any more disturbance from. And it is not a place that I am comfortable with him going. They advanced on the area, nodding to each other to confirm that their suspicion was correct and making hand signals to indicate that they should have worked out some hand signals before starting. Listeners, I am... I'm just, I'm sick with apprehension. Carlos, Just please be careful. Okay, he's approaching the source. The singing is louder than ever, strange and high-pitched. There are popping noises and a pulsing vibration. He leans cautiously out over the edge, and he looks, and yes... Yes, it is as we feared. It is the tiny city under Lane 5 of the Desert Flower Bowling Alley and Arcade Fun Complex. The tiny streets are teeming with tiny parades. There are the loud pops of tiny fireworks and the, the, the singing, which Carlos now confirms matches the unified sound of hundreds of tiny human voices. The last time Carlos approached the city, he entered it and, and was attacked and almost killed by the residents. This led to years of war with the tiny people, which was mostly quite manageable because they are exceptionally small, but still, caution is warranted. Okay, hold on, I'm gonna uh, head over there to give him moral support, so let's return to the farm sounds previously in progress. Sky, As we marched our memorial march and held aloft our portable shrines to our God and set off our many fireworks, there appeared above us the enormous face of the entity that tried to destroy our city not four years ago why this great being from beyond chose to return at this moment, I'm not sure, but it leaves me uneasy, listeners. It leaves a feeling that history is bubbling back up, that perhaps another great shift is coming. Like that shift many years ago, When Huntokar the Destroyer, O great God Huntokar, appeared to us and took our sky away. We have prayed every year to Huntokar, but she has never returned the world that we once lived in. Surely we will fade away, unable to get what we need from the outside world. Why did Huntokar do this to us? We may never know. And then this creature attacking us from the world above with the giant foot so controversially depicted in the new memorial statue. Looking into his rich, brown eyes today, he was beautiful. Much like us humans, but of course larger. With teeth like a military cemetery and absolutely perfect hair. No lowly mortal could ever achieve air that perfect. The last attack from this being led to a disastrous war with these giants, one that nearly ruined our city. I hope that these powerful beings look away from us, leave us forgotten and dying, leave us cut off from the world, unless Antokaran undoes what she once did to us unless we finally are absolved of whatever crimes we are being punished for, unless, at last, the sky is returned these many decades later. But until then, we will continue our great weeks of memorial, and then, this fall, enter into the months of the remembrance of the change. Stay tuned next for one of our most popular shows, Janelle Duarte's Advice Show, Hey Janelle, What did I personally do to contribute to Hantokar's anger against us? And under whatever starless, moonless sky it is we have lived under since the day of the change, good night, Night Vale. Good night.
4: Welcome to Night Vale is a production of Night Vale Presents. It is written by Joseph Fink and Jeffrey Craner and produced by Joseph Fink. The voice of Night Vale is Cecil Baldwin. The voice of Pamela Winchell was Desiree Birch. Original music by Disparition. All of it can be found at disparition.info or at disparition.bandcamp.com. This episode's weather was The Ends and the Means by Robbie Hecht. Find out more at RobbieHecht.com. Comments, questions, email us at info at welcometonightvale.com or follow us on Twitter at Nightvale Radio or have a weird dream about trying to buy chicken sandwiches with us except we're not us. We're ACDC. Check out welcometonightvale.com for more information on this show and our upcoming novel. Hey, we have an upcoming novel. And while you're there, consider clicking the donate link. It really does help us out. Today's proverb, top of the morning to you, the rest of the day to me. I never said this was fair.
0: Hey y'all, it's Jeffrey Craner. So I do another fiction podcast called Within the Wires, which are stories told through the guise of found